<laughs> yes. yes. But like, the comparison like with me and some so that'd be something neat to see, you know, the Harry Stars at the Pirates playing in, in Williamsport wasn't a show. Welcome to Nautilus Podcast, episode 36, the home of sports talk for everyone. I'm David. I'm Jason. Welcome aboard. So we had a little fun the other day, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> Good old Bears game. Of course, though, Hershey should not have won that one. No, they played like a dumpster fire. But well, the first period they actually did well. They had pressure, they had shots. Second period, third period was just garbage. Yeah. I that that's putting it nicely. Bridgeport came out that entire game. Blazing. They were all over them defensively. I was really impressed with Bridgeport's defense. And I know the Bears being our local team, I shouldn't be saying that, but as and oh, you're right. Viewer, their defense was fantastic that night. Oh, you're right. I mean, well, not just that; they outskated them. Bridgeport outskated them. <clears throat> I almost said Sound Tigers, but you know that's not a thing anymore. Islanders, <laughs> right? Just so used to, I'm just so used to saying Bridgeport Sound Tigers. But no, yeah, that Bridgeport really stepped up their game in second, and third period, outskating them. Defense, like you said, was just spot on. We got to hang out with our our friend of the program uh, and just friend in general, Jonathan, the Bobble Bro. Yep, that was that was fun. Just to have three of us there at the game. He has some spectacular seats. I got to be honest. Oh yeah, those are good seats. Those are great seats. Actually, you can see everything. Not nice overhead view. <clears throat> no, that was fun. Was interesting though that they went cash, uh, no cash in the whole arena. We talking about you had to roar to get your ticket, right? Your parking ticket, (laughs) yeah, that was funny. And she just looked at me strange and then laughed at me. (laughs) Um, but that was a fun time. We'll have to do it again. I think, I definitely think this spring we got to take Jonathan to a Reading Phil's game. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When baseball season kicks in, absolutely. Hell, maybe actually take a road trip. Maybe uh, Altoona, Williamsport, maybe. Well, it's got to be bobble games. Well, we got to look at the schedule. (laughs) Um, Before we we get, we really move on, I got to say, it's a site I reference a lot on this show. It's a site I've been reading since 2000 god i don't know anymore um i got a uniship or Uniwatch membership card um really hyped about that um <laughs> you can see it's got my last name and my number my jersey numbers in soccer in the phillies 89 to 91 road gray which is one of my favorite jerseys of all time because i love the way that road gray and maroon just go together perfectly um but big thanks to to paul from you watch for sending this out to me and he put it on the blog nice uh, a few weeks ago uh right before christmas he put on the blog talking about how ridiculous the one is on the phillies jerseys from back then with he said that the one looks like cyrano de bergerac's nose which cracked me up to no end um <laughs> But yeah, it was really cool. Um, like it's my third or fourth time being mentioned on Uniwatch in a various form, either for Stir Up Fridays or sharing something for uh, the ticker, either for myself or the the podcast. When I shared the WNBC uh, Howard Stern show softball uniforms when they played his charity softball game in the eighties, um, Uniwatch is a big deal to me. Um, great website blog, I guess you would call it, but it's great all around. Um, so very cool that I got a membership card finally after all these years. That's awesome. I mean, how many times have you mentioned it on, on you know, on the show that, hey, I saw this here. I saw that, you know, I saw on Uniwatch, you know, you, you're just uh, constantly, you know, referencing it. So, you know, it's a, it is a big site. I reference it here. I've referenced it on Baseball Together. I've referenced it on the Phillies Baseball Together pod. I, I reference it all the time. It's one of my favorite websites. I'm not even going to. Yeah, well. There's well, no I mean, lie there. Talk. It's it's total truth. I love you to watch. Well, 
Well, when me and you talk, you reference, you know, you said that you saw it on here a bunch of times. You actually snapshot articles and send it to me. Yeah. No, it's so, especially they do. I mean, Paul's coverage of any sports fantastic, but uh, I I like when he when he talks about all star uniforms, and I think one of them was just recently the NHL. Uh, I guess those leaked out, and he was talking about them, and they look really good so far. As long as it's not the stadium series jerseys. No, oh, that Smashville's awful. Uh, that, friends don't no. let friends wear Smashville jer- jerseys. Say that five times fast. Go ahead. No, that's okay. It's late. I'm struggling. This Coke ain't helping. The drink, people. The drink before you all start freaking out. Oh, that's great. I'm not Artie Lang hiding it in cheeseburgers. God. That's a deep uh, I could, cut. I could go for a cheeseburger. I could go for a good style, a, a good, like, greasy burger. I could. So, no joke. My all-time favorite burger. And it's not even like gourmet burger. It is total dive burger. Back in the day, the Williamstown Fire Company every Tuesday night had bingo. And you could also order food out that they were making for bingo. And it was always like burgers, chicken sandwiches, like really simple shit, right? Um, double cheeseburger with fried onions and mayo. Oh, spot on. I know you're not a mayo guy, but for me, that's that is a perfect burger. Yeah, even still, my mayo is still. I probably have two of them. I don't, you know, I love bacon. I ain't gonna say it. I, 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 but I don't have to have it on my burger. Like I love bacon. I love a bacon cheeseburger. But a cheeseburger with fried onions, that's that's perfect. It's good. Fried onions, yeah, yeah. Fried onions are good just in general. I'll sit there and pick at those all day. Right. <laughs> Why do we always talk? End up talking about food. That's I don't the thing. Know. Why do if we always end up like some type of direction? We talk about food, just like when we went to Bears game. We got food, chicken fingers and fries. And from what you said, those fries were awful. So I don't. I'm not bummed out. I didn't eat mine. I got full off those chicken fingers fast. I was not prepared for that. Yeah, I was a pig. I had chicken fingers and the fries. <laughs> Jonathan ate my friends' fries and said they were garbage. So, and he said he's like a fry guy. So. If, they were bad. That means they were they were definitely bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. Oh, that's funny. He had a tremendous career, not just in uh, just in coaching, but also in broadcasting. Yeah, he he was. Uh, to me, I think and, he's probably going to go down as one of the the most beloved sports analysts in any sport well he's an icon that's the thing you know you say football a lot of people think john madden right off the bat just because of how much of in depth with football he was i mean i know a lot of people you know made fun of like him stating the obvious and everything but but you know what i was thinking about that uh before we we logged on here um it says a lot about his standing in sports that he was being parodied to have oh, yeah. someone like, um, Oh God, what was his name? Frank Caliendo parody him. Yes. Yes. That speaks volumes as to where you are, not just in sports lexicon, but in the, in, in mass media, general public lexicon, like you're, oh. you are a source of parody. And it was never like a vicious parody. It was a, it was a good tribute to John. I got to be honest. Oh yeah. Well, I know some of the games. I forget what, I forget what game I was watching. They said somebody rented a billboard for a tribute to John Madden. I think it was for Monday Night Football, or or uh, I'm sorry, Sunday Night Football. One of the two. Uh, so a lot of people have been have been playing or paying tribute to John Madden in different ways. I mean, he's been, well, he has a, you know, the, the video game series from EA Madden. He has that, that's been going on since 88. Yeah. He's one, he's uh super bowl 11 AFL championship in 67, 12 time Emmy, you know, 
12 Emmy Awards. You know, you know for what's, what's crazy about um, the Madden series? Throwing this out here. He was on the cover of the game until 2001. 2001 is when they started adding a, the, a player to the cover. Yeah, that's... <laughs> I can't think of an of an EA game other than Madden where it wasn't a player yeah. on the cover going back to the 90s. Yeah, yeah, because so it's it's a big thing. Yeah. I mean, he had I mean, he's definitely did a lot of a lot of different things for his career. Well, all the shows he's been in, all the movies. He was in a couple of movies, I believe. Yeah. Uh, I think the big ones from our lifetime, Little Giants and the Replacements. Yep. Little, yep. Them too. Which I love the Replacements. I'm not going to lie. That's a great game or a great movie. Um, let me throw this. Since we're talking about John Madden. Ace Hardware. <laughs> Ace is the place. Tough. Bam. Tough. Tough acting to acting. <laughs> um, who when you think of john madden who do you think of in the play-by-play booth with him oh who was in there al michaels see i think pat summerall this wasn't al, he, wasn't he did al monday michaels night football with al, al michaels i thought yeah, I, I always thought Al Michaels, you know, because I always thought, you know, with with, with them too. See, I always go back to Summerall because he was with He's Summerall a- and on CBS and Fox. So yeah, so you know, either way, it's not like you know, it, they were have, like the Bert and Ernie of football, right? <laughs> um, I saw something oh. really cool on. Go ahead, go ahead. Also, cameos on Renaissance Center. Commercials for that, Miller Light. Yes, he well. did do Miller Light. Yes, he did. Uh, he appeared on The Simpsons. Yep, in their Super Bowl episode with with Summerall. <laughs> Go figure. But yeah, now he's. I mean, I want to say I swear he was in another movie. No, no, I don't think it was him. I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to think. Was he in, uh, the longest yard? Adam Sandler's longest yard? No, that was, um, that was Boomer, Chris Berman. Yes, that. Okay, yes, that's what I'm thinking of. Whoop. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking of there. But dude, I grew up on ESPN. I could list half those guys just by memory. Um, I saw something really cool on social media this week where someone said, um. They have award. They have the Vince Lombardi Trophy, and and the NFL has has these awards named after former coaches and players. the The team for the Pro Bowl should be the All Madden team. Yeah, not the Pro Bowl. It should be you know. Yeah, you're right. Should be the instead of all instead of having the Pro Bowl, you know, four times you know have the Madden, you know, the the Pro Madden team or the, the, the you All know, Madden, Madden team. team. Yeah, the Madden. Yeah, Bowl. the All Madden team. Yeah, yeah. Instead of the pro ball, just have it the Madden Bowl. Because I, you know, I'm not saying this because the guy passed away. I'm saying this because he's so ingrained in, in our in American football culture. I would say Madden, just his personality alone, calling those games, did a lot for spreading the word of the NFL out to more people than it would be had he not been a play by play or a a color commentator, an analyst. Well, I, I am shocked though that there's not something named after him, even even before his passing, even before he retired. Well, I mean, he had I'm the old shocked. Madden team, which was something he but, did every year. But yeah, but yeah, but that's something he did every year. That's there not isn't like an official having, NFL award. Exactly. You know, like you have, like with the NHL, you have all the NHL awards are named after great players from you know you know the early on to the game where you have the, like you just said the Lombardi trophy there's no madden anything right and you would think after having everything he's done for the game of football he would have something even before he retired 
he would have had something. Because as a, you know, just, you know, just looking at his, uh, you know, well, just his coaching records, the regular season, his record, 103 wins, 32 losses, seven ties. That's just his regular season. His overall, his career, 112 wins, 39 losses, seven ties. A hell of a record. You know? That is, yeah. I mean, postseason, he went nine and seven. But no, I mean, like I said, I'm just shocked that nothing has come up with him just to have something named after him, even like I said, before he retired. He had um an interesting thing about Madden is he had um he had some claustrophobia issues. So he would not fly in a plane. He drove or he rode in a bus pretty much. All the Interesting. time. So he was one of the first people to have their own private bus to tour around from game to game every week. That's interesting. I didn't know that one. Which explains in Little Giants, they pull up to the gas station in a bus. That It's been a long time since I've seen the movie. <laughs> it's been a really long time since I've seen the movie. But, no, yeah. Um, it, go ahead. I was just, I know for his age, I mean, he, he was 85, but as soon as I came across, I was shocked. I was, but then I had people texting me, John Madden passed away. I thought he was already dead, which I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. That's wicked. <laughs> right. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I was just shocked when when it came across like what what to me what was more shocking and it tells you just how much time has gone by or how fast it's gone by in our lives now I can't believe his last game was called in 2009 it seems like it what hasn't been over 10 years that yeah he retired it, it, it is yeah you're right it just seemed like it does fly by yeah, now you now you're right. I yeah, what I didn't even think of that one. <laughs> yeah, crazy how time flies and how long he's been out of out of the game, but still known for it. It seems game. it seemed like he was still there. It's almost like when you're watching him, you expect him just to do like a surprise, here I am. <laughs> Tough acting to acting. <laughs> Ace is the place. But definitely one of the great coach, um, but he's truly going to be known far more as as a personality calling games and doing commercials and being in doing cameos on TV shows and in films. I mean, I think that's what he's going to go down for. And I think that's for as much good as he did as a coach. He I think he meant more to the sport of football as a personality. Well, yeah, because, it, uh, you know, like, like like we said earlier, you think football, you think, you know, a lot of times you immediately think Madden. Immediately just because of how long he's been doing it. That that game could go on for decades and it'll still be it could still be called Madden and people won't even know who John Madden was. They're going to know the name that was associated with football. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, just because he, you know, even. Even if even before his passing, you, you neither you think Madden, you think EA football for, for for starters. Yeah, you think the video game, but a lot of people, like you just said, who's Madden? Who is he? But for you know, for people like us, <laughs> we kind of know who he is. <laughs> yeah. In a, in a weird way, I think we, a lot of us listeners, me and you, we kind of grew up on the games. Yeah. Cause I know I mean, I've, I've had a few of those games. I've had, had a, a few, few of those. I had some on the Genesis. Oh, it's Genesis. That's going back. Look, we're the generation who grew up with Tecmo Bowl and who are playing the Madden games now. Like we've, We've gone from 8-bit 16 to 32 to whatever the <laughs> hell we got now. Don't no one talk right? about bits now. 
Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, good old Tecmo Super Bowl and but Super we, Bowl. We Both grew up with all those changes, and the one constant for the last over 30 years now has been Madden. Yeah, that's the one that always stayed, you know, that, that always stayed. Yeah. You don't see Tecmo out every year. You don't see Super, Super Tecmo Bowl out every year. You just oh, you always see Madden every year. That's that's always something. I mean, it's a shame that he passed. Uh, God bless you, John Madden. Yes, rest in peace. So, on that note, that'd be the end of the first period. Right back after a short break. Baseball fans. Check out the Baseball Together podcast. Your hosts, Blackjack Brad and Kansas City Little Big Briggy Blue Eyes, present new episodes for the entire baseball family every Tuesday. Available on all your favorite podcast apps and YouTube. Come join our baseball family where we do baseball together. If you're looking for a podcasting channel with lots of shows in one spot, look no further than CKCC Radio. I'm Chris O'Mealy, the commissioner of CKCC Radio, and I'd like to tell you about some of the great shows you can listen to when you subscribe to our channel. You can check out The Nerd Table with myself and my co-hosts Eric and Dan as we review all kinds of nerdy topics on a weekly basis. You can also check out two shows by Jeff Trelowitz, The Ranking Tracks Podcast and The Real Paranormal Talk Podcast, where Jeff ranks songs on the album that he reviews and also talks about his real-life paranormal investigations while talking about famous stories as well. You can check out the Race Nerd Podcast with Matt Hardman as he reviews all of the racing events of the past week. Check out Jay Bunny's Music Hub, where Jason Chin interviews various artists throughout the music industry and plays samples of their songs with their permission. Check out the A Show and By the Numbers. Matt Derline, professional wrestling referee, hosts By the Numbers as he interviews wrestlers in matches that he himself has personally been the referee for. And on the A Show, him and Chris Decker team up to draft rosters with special guests from various years in wrestling promotions. There's also the Board to Death binge cast where the Board to Death clan reviews easy to digestible chunks of television shows and movies for your enjoyment. There's also tons of other great shows, but there's too many to talk about here. So you'll just have to check out CKCC Radio at ckcradio.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. All right, welcome back for the second period here. Something that just happened on uh, Sunday, which we were shocked when we saw it. Something that you'd never... I've never seen this before, was Antonio... (laughs) literally just taking off his gear mid-game, was it third quarter it was, and just walked off the field. I have never seen that happen. I have never seen that happen. I mean, he he was a Steeler, uh, Raiders only for practice squad, and then went to the Patriots and then to the Buccaneers. Yeah, it's it's something all right. <laughs> it is something. Um abandon your team like that? What did I read that he was had he gotten another touchdown and x amount of yards he, he was going to get dollars. Yeah, he was going to get a bonus. Yeah. And I, I mean, supposedly that's why they didn't play him. Well, from, from what I was reading, the coach said, go out. And he just said no, because he was complaining about his ankle injury, which uh, uh, another thing I was reading that the coach didn't know anything about that. He didn't have it, that he didn't know he had an ankle injury, but he kept saying, go out. And then after he gets, you know, after Brown kept saying, no, I think he just said, get off my field. Or, you know, just get out or something like that. And he did. He took it. He took that to heart. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's well, something gotta, I never. Well, we gotta, like, well, I mean, this season's kind of in crazy form anyway, because a month ago. He he missed a game. He was suspended for three games because he lied about his vaccination status. 
So, I mean, he had an off-season knee injury coming into this season. He was on the COVID list in September. He missed a week three game against the Rams. This hasn't been a good season for him to begin with. I mean, what with Canada, with, with the U.S. sending him back to Canada and Canada's refusing to accept him. I'm sorry, that's Olgie Oglethorpe. I was going to say, he's, I'm going to say, he's, he's not Oglethorpe here. <laughs> just, it he's just seemed to fit for the. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Oh, man. But no, I mean, I, for a team to actually take you in knowing some of the antics that was pulled in his previous teams take you in basically you win a super bowl and then just abandon them close to the end of the season i close it yeah it's you know i, I think, think go ahead go ahead uh from, from what i was reading or actually heard uh tom brady actually took him in like he was in Top Brady's house, spending you know that's where he stayed for a while. When he became a uh, when you know, when he went to Tampa, I'm I'm definitely of the thought that at this point there might be a mental health issue with with him. Uh, based on on prior issues he's had, it just everything lines up mental health to me. That's what I've been hearing a lot of people saying about of, about that. That he, you know, is there mental health? Is there is there X Y Z on that? Uh, but question is, will he go get evaluated for it? If you know, if there is something, because like you said, there's a there's a possibility because of some of the antics he has pulled. A lot of his antics to me armchair therapist here um to me sounds like bipolar he's up and he's down he's up and he's down and i I would think if he was to get checked out professionally he might be able to salvage his career once he gets on the right track mentally and emotionally because he's a very talented player yeah but to what extent excuse me to what extent, though, does his talent over outweigh the antics he has pulled? Well, I know that's with, why I said he needs yeah, to get. Even with the help, though, even when he has help, what makes him say, like, if he does get the help and he, they do find something, what uh, is somebody going to take that risk? Then? That's the it's thing. The Will NFL, somebody take I'm that sure risk? they'll find a way to put it in a contract. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I mean, from, I'm sure they've had a lot of weird contracts over the years. This wouldn't be the. Oh, wasn't Ben Roethlisberger wasn't allowed to ride motorcycles or something? I heard that. I don't know if I know if that's true or not, but I've heard that. Yeah, I've I've heard I've heard actually different contracts like that. Like certain players can't do certain things because of how dangerous they are. Which okay makes sense. I'm gonna go swim with sharks. Okay, have fun. Uh, but I just. I don't know. I feel his career's done. I feel that nobody's going to pick him up, even if he seeks help, even if everything gets you know smoothed out. I still th- think his career is going to be done just because of his past, his past antics, and also from what I was watching in a lot of like ESPN uh, shows, a lot of a lot of uh, analysts have said the same thing. And it probably is the end of his career. Um, it's kind of a shame it went out like that. Well, I don't know. Would you rather burn out or fade away? Because you could end up like Ocho Cinco and be playing in the CFL, still trying to recapture those old days, or you could just Antonio Brown it. Um, as far as weird clauses, Eddie Lacy was a running back who I enjoyed watching. I had him on my fantasy teams, and then he got fat. Um, when he when the Seahawks offered him a contract that if he would drop from 267 to 245 between March and September 
he'd get an additional over quarter million dollars. <laughs> so he had a weight loss clause in his. So I'm sure <laughs> if someone wants him bad enough, they'll have a mental health clause. Oh, I'd imagine. I would imagine. Okay. Okay, I think this is just for soccer here. Uh, I don't know how to say his name. Luis, or no, Luis Cesar has a no biting clause. They think should give him one. a mouth guard. Um, uh, and I'm just looking this up here because I now I'm curious. Uh, see here, strange clauses in sports contracts. Yeah, Again, you have to you have to look because if you just Google football contracts, it's going to give you um, soccer. Right. Raleigh Fingers had a mustache bonus. A mustache wax clause. Yeah. I mean, it's. And if they can put in a contract, they will. So. Uh, let's see who else is there. Strange ones here. Roy Oswalt had a bulldozer bonus. Whatever that one is. <laughs> Landlord clause? Yeah. Ocular enhancement training? Carlos Beltran. <laughs> There's one for you. Uh, Jason, you say you're looking at the same thing, right? I'm in a different article, but I was in that article. Yeah. Charlie Kerfield. Jello man. Let me scroll down here. <laughs> oh. Yeah, there's. Like I said, if they can put it in writing, they'll get it there. All right. He was well known for his sense of humor, demonstrated by his request that his salary be up to $110,037.37 to reflect his uniform number 37. Even crazier that than that he was that I'm sorry. That was his demand for 37 boxes of orange jello be included as a contract clause. He loves his jello. Taking this to the uh, to uh, the other end of the entertainment spectrum, uh, there's always the infamous uh, Van Halen writer from their concerts where they demanded no brown M&Ms. <laughs> Never, you never heard of this? I've, I've vaguely heard some. I, I, I didn't know who it was, but I heard, I heard of, I heard some, somebody doing that. I just didn't, I just couldn't remember who, but I heard somebody with the M and M's. So the that, reason I, behind this, and it makes a lot of sense when you hear the reasons. It really sounds like douchey rock star diva behavior, right? Well, Their reason who behind would, who would do that? Their reason behind it was if they ignored that, what else on the rider would they ignore? So basically, it was their way of keeping the building and promoter honest. It wasn't that they disliked brown M&Ms. It was their way of saying, well, if you didn't do this, what else didn't you do? Okay. If you want us to play, you need to follow the rules basically okay that's kind of okay it makes sense like hey i we it's just stupid and we have it in here but no but the reason why (laughs) saying that that actually makes sense uh oh here you go for uh sushi fans many ramirez in his contract Unlimited sushi. Who doesn't like unlimited sushi? I mean, 
<sighs> One of my favorite food staples is sushi. So, uh, see here, when he when he signed a contract to play professional ball in Japan, that was in his clause. <laughs> so, yeah, like I said, they're gonna find anything to put any way to put something in clauses. I mean. You know, I think this could be a third period. You know that. Crazy, the, crazy the contract weirdest, clauses. <laughs> I mean, here it is. We're looking at it. That's a possibility. But I spoiler just, alert: next episode. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't say a thing. Quiet, Jason. Bleep it out. <laughs> oh, that's funny. But yeah, no, yeah, I think you're right. So they probably would try to find some way to get get some type of clause in there for if he does happen to go to another right. football team, whether it be in the NFL or somewhere else. At this point, maybe I'm the, sure the Jaguars the will get swapped out for a CFL team. So, <laughs> well, there's CFL, all the USFL. Yeah, I've, we just talked about that, the USFL. Right? So who knows? He may be going there for all we know. He he could be. Yeah, I mean, he, he, he was talented, though. That's the thing. And the fact that now I'm not sure what made this happen, that they could not release him when this happened. But they waited until uh, yesterday to announce his release. I'm sure there's contract contract and legal issues they had to clear first. Um, it is what it is. Yeah. So on that note, that'd be the end of the second period. We'll be right back after short break. Greetings, wrestling fans. My name is Peter DeLong. And if you're looking for quick, easily digestible nuggets of pro wrestling goodness in an episodic format, Look no further than Wrestling Shorts with Peter DeLong on YouTube. Join me as I highlight different wrestlers or promotions worthy of your attention. Each episode features wrestlers, teams, and stables that deserve the spotlight, upcoming events in your local independent wrestling scene, or anything else interesting in the world of independent wrestling. Listen in as I run down the must-know info to get you familiar with our subject du jour. And then sit back and enjoy a related match featuring delectable custom commentary by yours truly, including some exclusive footage you won't be able to find anywhere else. Get your wrestling fix in bite-sized episodes with Wrestling Shorts with Peter DeLong. If you have personal footage, an upcoming event, or a product in general that could benefit from being featured on Wrestling Shorts with Peter DeLong, feel free to shoot me a message at PeterDeLongTalks at gmail.com, Peter DeLong on Facebook, or Twitter at DE underscore Talks. All right, welcome back to the third period. Now, this third period, as everybody knows, we always throw to win and hope for the best. <laughs> well, I'm, well, I'm not lying. Uh, rally songs for this episode. Songs to get you hyped up. Now, Jason, you played one for me earlier that I just shook my head and wondered why. Is that what you want me to lead off with? <laughs> we'll lead off with that one. Just because it's a what and why. It's it's one we, we used to hear a lot locally. Um, so if you're in Pennsylvania, West we're of sorry Philly, for We're sorry um, for listening to this. And the Steelers are in the playoffs. You will hear a song called Here We Go. It is the Steelers theme. They update it every playoff run. And I'm sorry to every Steelers fan I know. I'm saying this with peace and love. It is the shits. <laughs> These people do not sound like they want to sing. They sound like they are singing because their life depends upon it. I'm fairly certain the producer has a gun to their head. This <laughs> is the most depressing rally song I've ever heard in my life. Um, if I never have to hear it again. 
that's great. The Steelers should have a totally different rally scene, rally song. It's awful. I don't know if you're going to play it or not, but <laughs> no, because if I play it, I share my screen and that screws up the video. So it's, it's not... <laughs> so whoever here was... we go. There, that's how they sound. I sound more lively than the people freaking trying to rally the Steelers to a Super Bowl victory. Yeah, that is pretty. Yeah, that yeah, it does sound like what really that it it literally does sound like 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 you said they're forced to sing this song. Right, it, it's awful. Yeah, uh, that's almost was the uh, it was just as bad as my reaction to last episode with that Smashville jersey. You don't understand the years of dislike I have for this. I'm not a Steelers fan, and no, those teams deserve but a your wife better is. rally song. <laughs> My wife is a Steelers fan, and I say the same thing I'm saying to, to everyone listening and to you that I say to her. I have not changed my opinion. My opinion of this song will never change. It those can't Super Bowl because teams, it's the same thing. Those teams deserve a better rally song than this. I mean, it's the same thing, just maybe different tune to it. But no, you're right. It does sound like you're being forced to do it. Like, hey, we'll give you 20 bucks to do this. It sounds like a hostage situation. Like, <laughs> your life depends on it now. <laughs> like, there's codes in there for people to come rescue them. Uh, this song will keep. It's like the song that never ends. Sing it no, all the way through. That's fun. That's fun. The song that ever that never that. ends is, is tremendous. Here we go makes me want to peel my t- my toenails off. Ouch! <laughs> that might hurt. That might hurt a little. I would rather watch the paper clip, the paper cut scene in Jackass, than watch than listen to this song. Oh, ow! No! <laughs> oh! No! <laughs> oh! What's what's your first one, Dave? Well, I went to the, now what's 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 interesting is Jason went one way. I went another direction. I went songs like actual like not just team songs, but just regular songs that you'd want to listen to to get hyped up for a game or you'd hear to hype up a team within the game. I like that. We and, did this, frankly. So, yeah, well, it's always good to have, you know, to look at things from different, you know, perspectives. Uh, you know, me, me playing hockey when i did i always listened to specific songs you know just to kind of get that hype just kind of get you into you know in the mood to play you know just you know just get you going uh my first one was we will rock you from queen great song and that's one one you hear that all the time at sporting events a lot of times i know you'll hear that at well pep rallies for uh high school games college games right so to me, that was a good one just because it has the beat. It has what what the purpose of what you're going to be, you know, what you're doing to the opponent. That that stomp clap that they got going on in it. I mean, it sounds like a pep rally. Um, how can you listen to it and not get fired up, honestly? Um, see, you you picking regular songs is right up my music nerd alley. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. You're welcome. Um. I could spend all day here talking about how great Queen is, but um, this is a tremendous um, fire up song. And then, and then when it segues into "We Are the Champions," oh, phenomenal, phenomenal. Yeah, that that is a good segue for it too. Which is also a great sports song, even if it isn't a rally song; it's a celebration song. Oh yeah, I mean, how many times have you heard it after? I mean, I know I've heard it a couple of times. Uh, I'm trying to remember last time I did hear it at a. I know it was a few years ago. I remember them playing, I think, for an NHL game, for a Stanley Cup game. Yeah, I just cannot. I just cannot remember which one. But, you know, it's it's just one of those songs that just stands the test of time. Yes, yes, it does. You know, what's your next? So I'm going to break tradition and and not pick. A Phillies thing. I could have went with high hopes. Um, uh, but I am going into enemy territory and I'm going to talk about Meet the Mets for the Mets. It is an absolutely delightful rally song. Um, 
and how I discovered it is through a, a, po- a different podcast. Um, there's a wrestling podcast called the 605 Super Podcast. And because a lot of the listeners and people involved in the show are baseball fans, they always do an opening day podcast where they talk baseball. And Brian, the host, is a big Mets fan. So he played Meet the Mets at the end of the one podcast. Um, so that's how I discovered it. And it's just a great intro to, to the Mets. Um, and it's actually a fun song. I'm, I'm not a Mets fan, but I found myself singing it a few times. Yeah, it's definitely, uh, it's definitely, uh, something that I, I'm kind of shocked that, uh, that you picked just because it is Mets, you know enemy territory you know it is um but it is it is it i'm telling you you listen to it it's gonna be catchy as all hell and it's gonna get stuck in your head um and it's a cool thing it's it's a song that started with the team when they started uh getting a little sports history in there um and they update it all the time so there's like a 60s version an 80s version you know a 90s version they've always updated it and that's that's pretty cool in my book yeah, that that is interesting. How they, uh, hey, at least they kept up with the times with that. If it's catchy, I hope it's not like a Disney song that's always gets stuck in your head. No, it's kind of jaunty. I mean, I would say get the uh, the eighties version. It's the best one, uh, but it's catchy. I've I've caught myself singing along to it numerous times. <laughs> that's funny. Hey, it That's means it's funny. good. It's memorable. Right? That was good with that one. <clears throat> Excuse me. Fun times. So, well, my next one is Eye of the Tiger. There we go. Survivor. See, Jason a little excited there. I'm a huge Rocky fan. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I, that's you know, that's the first thing I think of too when you hear uh, the tiger is Rocky. Rocky and Hulk Hogan for me. So well, there you go. That was his theme I, music before Real American. Yeah. But for some reason with that song, it just with the beat, the way it is, the way it just goes, it just it just gets you, you know, to me it just gets you going. It's just like you know, when you because in your head I can hear it the, now. <laughs> you, you know well well not just well, well not just hearing it you can picture like what's happening like rocky right you can you as as the song's going you can picture that in your head or you can picture other sporting events to go along with that where you know and and you know you have a good song like that a good rally song when you can uh p- picture sporting things in your head while the song's going it's a great workout song too yeah, I wouldn't know anything about that lately. I don't know anymore either, but I have listened to it when I've worked <laughs> out. Um, but no, it is it time. is a great, great fire up song, great rally song. Um, and it is still played in arenas around the country. Yes, so it is. It, yes, it is. It still lingers. It's just one of those things too, where the songs that can stand the test of time you know, they're great rally songs at that point. Great songs to really get your, you know, really to get you going. Yeah. So what's your next? Super Bowl shuffle for the Chicago Bears. (laughs) I mean, the first team to do a music video. And not like a, a highlight video. I mean, an actual music video in a studio acting like they're performing the song music video. It's tremendous. It is, it is, the, it is the absolute worst sounding thing ever, but it's great. <laughs> well, I think not just, as bad as here we go. <laughs> no, it's not as bad as that. No, that, that it's not for sure. It's not, but it's just the fact to, if you get, go on YouTube, look up Super Bowl shuffle and just watch it. You, because you have these guys in their football gear 
other than their shoulder pads and helmets. Sing. Dude, they just showed up to do the Super Bowl shuffle. I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry. I I just can't watch it and not laugh. <laughs> just because of what it is. But I mean, that's that is the Bears song. Even though they haven't been to the Super Bowl and Lord knows how long, it's it's their song. Yeah. And you know the fact oh. that the players actually rapped and sang on it, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that <laughs> and do some weird dancing. It was the Super Bowl shuffle. That's what they were doing. They were doing something. <laughs> Wow. I yeah, mean, so you'll never see another team do something like that, but it'd be interesting to, to see if a team could like kind of see, there you go. The Chicago Bears should update that. Well, they got to get to the Super Bowl to update it. Well, <laughs> at least do something. <laughs> do some type of update on it. They get some type of a modern modern twist or something. <laughs> What's your next one, David? Uh, my next one. Welcome to the Jungle by Guns N' Roses. Yeah. That's something you hear it. Pretty much the opening of countless sporting events. Countless. Opening, going into the final period, going into overtime. That's what it's just one of those songs that's, you know, it, it gets you going. It gets you. It, it, it gets you moving. Another one like Eye of the Tiger where the opening sets the theme for for the song and the situation sporting event-wise. Oh, yeah. You know, especially when you got... Well, think of this. Game 7, Stanley Cup Finals. What do you think is going to be playing at, you know, right at the very beginning? Because, game, you know, I mean, you know yourself, Game 7s of any playoff is always intense. Right. Is always to a point to where you, it, one you one you're hyped enough that's a game 7 to begin with. You're you're already at the edge of your seat. But when you add welcome to the jungle into the mix with the with the way the with the way the beat goes, you just amplified by how much at that point. I'm going to take you that and I'm going to raise you because that was Randy Johnson's walkout music when he would pitch. <laughs> I can see that. What is more intimidating than going against Randy Johnson and having Welcome to the Jungle play as he's warming up before you step up to the plate? Knowing that he killed the bird. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if I was a rookie, I'd be peeing my pants. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, yeah, I mean, he, he and he was not a pitcher to mess with either. No, he was not a pitcher to do, any, you know, to take lightly at all. I mean, that's when when your nickname's the big unit. Uh, you know. <laughs> well, he either be delivering pitches or have a big unit, one or the other. <laughs> well, he's, he's late and we're going there tonight. So, okay. <laughs> oh my god. What's yours? What's your final? Uh, my final is is an actual song. Um, but it's so synonymous with this team that it might as well just be the team song. Uh, Serious by the Alan Parsons project for the Chicago Bulls. Um, it's the song that plays every night when the Bulls come out and are announced the starting the starting lineups announced. I mean, it's most synonymous with the Jordan era Bulls um, to the point that it was played in the Last Dance documentary. Um, but Which that makes sense. That intro because Sirius is actually an intro song. It's not even it's a song without words. It's an instrumental that opens up the album that it's on. Eye in the sky by Alan, by the Alan Parsons project. Um, 
so what I mean, what they play is fantastic for an intro to a team. Um, but just the way that intro builds and that dong, the 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 way that the guitars hit and the drums, it is spectacular, phenomenal. Um, can't say enough great about it. Also used as Ricky the Dragon Steamboat's theme when he was in the WWF, uh, most famously heard in WrestleMania 3. You kind of know the song there, don't you? Because it's it's it is a fantastic sports intro. Really it is. is. It is for for being for being just instrumental. Yes, because a lot of times you hear sports songs. It's you don't. A lot of times you don't get that instrumental song actually go over very well. Right. But that actually does fit what you know how it has to fit in. It definitely does. And I think because it's an instrumental, it works for when the bulls are announced, you know, at, at yeah. point guard at center. The yeah. song doesn't detract from that. And that doesn't detract from the song. It just adds to it. Oh yeah. It, 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 it works. Yes. What is your last one for the night? Thunderstruck ACDC. So there's a common theme with most of yours is it is the intro of the that beginning part of the song is really what builds up how great it is for an anthem in an arena well i mean to me that'd be perfect for a tampa bay lightning yeah you know so but no it just seems like that song just the way it starts then the way it goes it's just it's just how it, it just fits perfectly for just to get you hyped up to get fans rallied up to you know get fans you know the fans worked up that's just thing is perfect for it now i have to be honest with you there is a song i'm surprised you didn't use i am surprised you didn't use song number two by blur i was thinking about it <laughs> i was that was in my head that was in my head yeah uh, yep i i don't know how many times we've heard that at hockey games after goals <laughs> when i saw your list i was surprised it was not on there because i'm like wow this is but i think though that song is more like after like a touchdown a goal something like that and my, you know that's just my opinion on it, of yeah. course. So it was in my head for it, but it's like, uh, uh, uh I don't. know. That's just my thought on that one. No, there, there was one I I thought of today, and I didn't put it on my list either. Um, the final countdown by Europe. That would have been a good one. Because I mean, that's played in high pressure situations at stadiums and arenas in sports. All over, yeah, uh, no, yeah, that, yeah. Uh, absolutely. That one, that one would definitely be a good one. I think you, the listener, hit us up on Facebook or on Twitter, um, or even on the YouTube channel. On the YouTube channel, and and tell us what you think your favorite rally songs are, be it real songs, team songs, what have you, because there's a ton of them to be talked about. Oh yeah, uh, if you play sports, what song you know, what song got you going r- right before a game? Well, this could be a recurring topic, honestly. There's that many songs. Yeah, there's. it could be an endless topic. Oh, hell, this could be one to, to get somebody else on. Maybe get baseball together on here. Uh, I'm sure Brad and Brig have plenty of opinions on this. I'm sure Jonathan <laughs> has opinions on it. Yeah, I'm John sure Matt from the A-Show has, has opinions on it. So, yeah, no, this would definitely be a good topic to have somebody on, on for. Yeah, definitely. So... On that note, that'd be the end of the third period. Jason's eardrums just got blown out. They did. Um, <laughs> they really did. Um, oh, you know, when you get new headsets, that's what you get. Right. Uh, they're fantastic headphones, though, so I have no complaints. Um, real quick, um, before we get into the regular plugs, um, the A-Show is wrapping up this uh season of episodes 
The final episode was just posted on Monday. It is uh, the finals of the fall season of the A-Show tournament. And it's between Tim Taylor and David Kincannon. Um, and this one, they they had to, they drafted the others card. And they were doing 1991 WCWs. It was a, it was a real fun listen. Um, the reason I'm giving it a plug is because um, Matt's going to be recording a new ad for us. So the, the ad we normally run is actually obsolete. So I'm not going to be putting it into this episode. So he's getting a, a verbal plug. <laughs> well, hey, why not? And Matt's a good friend of the show. So, I mean, you can find the A Show anywhere you get your podcasts. It is through CKCC Radio. Um, and that's run by a really great guy, Matt. Um, oh, my God. I just blanked on on poor Matt's name. Oh. <laughs> Not Matt, Chris O'Mealy. Chris O'Mealy runs the, runs CKCC Radio. I'll edit that out, uh, or maybe I'll just leave it in because it is what it is. Um, but Chris runs a really great uh, podcast network. Um, they have a lot of really fun shows that cover a wide spectrum of interests. Um, the A Show is just one of many great podcasts on that network. Um, you can find me. Brain. What we all, we, we all have brain farts. It's it's, it's late. I'm doing the best I can. Um, we haven't cracked midnight yet, so this is actually early for us. Um, this is well, at the beginning. We didn't have that many malfunctions. Yeah, we it always, made it through. There's always cameras or microphones aren't working, or <laughs> always something interesting. Starting up next week, uh, Brad and I will start the next season of the Punk Podcast. Um, we may or may not have a guest on this this season. Uh, we're working on it. We're not hearing back from them. It is what it is at the moment. Um, but you can find us once we start recording every Wednesday where we go over the different artists, albums, and songs from the world of pop punk music that made the world of pop punk music so much fun. Um, and you can get us wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube. Uh, for listeners of the Not Other Sports Podcast, if you visit fansidea.com and use the code NASPOD NASPOD at checkout, you will get 10% off your order. Fansidea.com is the place to go for your custom-made jerseys, hoodies, shirts, and other gear. It's your logo. It has to be perfect. Their art pros have your back for free. They don't charge you for doing all kinds of stuff that other sites would charge you for it's the perfect product perfectly stitched slip sublimation embroidery 100 handmade and delivered on time that's certainty and it's their promise to you the customer again use the code naspod n-a-s-p-o-d at checkout for 10 percent off your order and the best part about all this is i'm a customer this shirt right here was bought from fansidea.com and let me tell you i am blown away by how comfortable it is and how fantastic it looks. Trust me, if you want to get a jersey made custom for your softball team, football team, basketball team, hockey team, your wiffle ball team, your rec league flag football team, whatever, go to fansidea.com, use the code, get that 10% off. You'll be a very happy customer. Um, yeah, they definitely uh, have a lot of options for a lot of things there because uh, I, I just ordered a hockey jersey. <laughs> I just ordered one tonight. You know, I just ordered one tonight and, you know, see what, you know, from what, from, well, from what Jason was just saying about his, when the, he sent me the pictures, I, I thought it looked really nice, really good. So I have a feeling it's a good jersey. <laughs> yeah, I'm beyond happy with this. And I just got a, a shirt. I didn't get a jersey. But, I mean, the the sublimation is fantastic. Because it's right in the the fabric. So it's not going to fade. It's not going to peel off like screen printing would. Um, yeah. So, yeah, again, one more time. Go to Fans Idea. Order yourself a jersey if you if you're, want something custom made. And don't forget to use NASPOD at checkout and get your 10% off. It's well worth it. Um. With that, thank you for joining us for episode 36 of the Non-There Sports Podcast. 
You can find us online at facebook.com slash not another sports pod at Twitter at NAS pod 20. I just changed that today. Um, at Instagram at NAS pod 20, TikTok NAS pod 20. Uh, we're on YouTube. Check out our spring store, which is included in the description of the show. Every episode in our link tree uh, account, click on the link tree link. It'll take you to all of our social media accounts, our store, our website. Um, check out our merchandise. We got what hoodies, masks, T-shirts, long sleeve shirts. Oh. We got you covered. Yep. Um the non other sports podcast is available for streaming or download at anchor.fm, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, wherever else you get your podcasts. Don't forget to hit up our YouTube page. Uh, with that, we'll talk with you next time. I'm Jason. I'm David. See ya. Have a good one. You have been listening to the Not Another Sports Podcast. Thank you for your listenership. Oh, 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 oh,